Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Living Astrology with Janet Hickox. Grab your cup of coffee or your tea. I have my Gemini cup, even though now we're in cancer. And sit back and let's chat about what is happening up in the sky above us today. Uh, I don't normally come on on Wednesdays, but I decided yesterday that it would be a good idea to come on to talk about the full moon, as it's a pretty potent full moon, even though it's not crazy busy like some of the moons we've had with a lot of conflicting different um, transits going along or aspects going along with it. I thought this one was a pretty profound moon and it deserved our attention. And as well, it helps me to continue the theme of the astro design, teaching you all about how astrology and human design and the gene keys all sort of come together, melding into a wonderful system of uh, wisdom and showing us a map, if you will, of how it is that we're designed to be in the world, how it is that we're meant to um, learn the things that we were here to learn, but also be able to challenge us enough to evolve uh, and move forward. So today, what we're going to do is first, we're going to talk about the moon in Sagittarius, because that's where the moon is right now. And we haven't been able to talk about that yet in terms of astro design. So I want to make sure you get that information. And then we'll transition over to Capricorn energy as that is going to begin tomorrow morning. And then the full moon will transition into that and talk about what the different connections are between uh, human design and astrology as it relates to this particular full moon. In the meantime, let me say good morning to everybody. JLo, nice to see you. Kathleen, hello. Ursula, it's funny, the first ones that pop in this morning were also in the membership group coaching yesterday. So you guys may be the ones that heard first that I was going to be on air today. I see Asa as well. Good morning to you. And thank you for being in the behind the scenes to help field questions and get the information that people need out there to them. So let's dig in, shall we? Today, uh, the moon sits in the sign of Sagittarius. And the sign of Sagittarius is ruled by the planet Jupiter. And Jupiter is a big player in the full moon tomorrow. So it was an interesting thing to see that we have a powerful Jupiter uh, placement that affects both today and tomorrow and uh, on into the next few days after that. And the moon, when it's in Sagittarius, reminds us that we're all on a quest for the truth, for the big T truth, not just the little truths. And that quest for truth takes us into the territory of religion and philosophy and uh, spirituality and the way that we see ourselves as beings that are both of divineness and of the physical um, human. And it, it's always interesting be, to me for this sign because it rules the ninth house in the astrology chart. So when you look at what the meaning in is of that house, we see that it has everything to do with our higher self and with how we broaden our perspective or how we broaden our horizons, if you will, where we see the bigger picture. So it is uh, an interesting time for us because we are having to come out of what has been our very limited viewpoint of the world so that we can see that bigger picture. So today with the quest for truth on uh, the docket with the moon in Sagittarius, we can turn to our philosophies and to our belief systems to help guide us 
uh, into that relationship with our higher self or with our divine self. And in this particular instance as well, uh, the moon in Sagittarius rules the sacred sites that we have around the world. And whether that is a site that you have in your own yard that you feel connected to or a place somewhere on the planet that you feel connected to, sacred sites connect us through um, the 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 feeling of of being more than what you think that you are. So sacred sites is also part of our quest for truth. And as well, the Sagittarian sign has a connection to the natural world. In fact, it connects us to nature of all kinds, whether it's, you know, the forests, the beaches, the 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 air, the earth, the fire, the water, whatever it is out in nature, the animal kingdom, the plant kingdom, the mineral kingdom, all of these things are connected in the sign of Sagittarius, which also then connects us to our intuition, right? The, the part of us that knows more than what we think we know, or has the ability to tap into information that is um, not something that we can quantify or qualify through our logical minds. It's always interesting to me that uh, Sagittarius also has rulership over the natural cycles of time. So natural rhythms and the natural cycles. You're going to see that in human design as well when we switch over to astro design and look at that in a different way. And uh, I'm just going to say a quick hello because I see more people popping in. Hi, Andy Girl and Pauline. Great to see you. Christine Buckingham. Good morning. Angel Star Karma. Jennifer Peachy. Mantu Banerjee Goswami. Great to see you. Tammy Smith. Good morning to you. So it's great to see everybody uh, popping in. So I'm hoping then that means that Facebook and YouTube are telling you when I come on air, which is a good thing. Uh, continuing on then with our moon in Sagittarius today, we have also the um, energy of freedom. And Sagittarius and all the fire signs to some extent are engaged with this feeling of freedom, the, the ability of fire to create dynamic motion, right, or movement, and to burn away or purify. And in that, then the freedom that we have with Sagittarius connects us to spontaneity and adventure where, you know, part of our soul's uh, intention is to go out and experience the world and to um, explore and, and travel around the world or even traveling into different vistas using our minds or our hearts. So we have a lot of exploration kind of energy. This is also a sign of positive expectations. Often there's that Jupiter um, positivity, generosity, magnanimity, um, and optimism. So we have that as a part of our Sagittarius experience today as well. Now, other areas that Sagittarius rules are the law and the, everything to do with the law, the courts and attorneys and, and lawyers, that type of thing optimism, right? The bigger picture and being open. And even if things aren't going your way, being able to say, you know, I don't know why this is happening now, but it must be in the higher service to my soul and being able to stay in that optimism, higher education. So the education beyond uh, our classical, you know, 12 years or so of education in, you know, middle school, high school and elementary school. And as well, we have the negative expression of this sign. And sometimes that, you know, is carelessness with words. Remember that 
axis, that Gemini-Sagittarius axis, has a lot to do with communication and the things that we do. So it's manifesting in the world. And here in the more negative expression, we can be using words in a way that aren't positive. So we could become overly self-righteous and using words as swords to protect or defend our beliefs instead of being more open-minded. Um, we can be blunt in a way and saying things out of time or without or without uh, permission that uh, can be uh, hurt or that can hurt other people. And as well then carelessness with our thoughts and and thinking things that are of a more negative nature which then becomes attractive as jupiter the ruler here is an attractive force it's a magnet it's a one-way magnet and it draws to you the things that you are focusing on so today we also get to remember that the things that we focus on that with our emotions and with our heart and with our our, our words and then with our mind are all needing to be in alignment if we really truly want to move forward. And if there's this incongruence between the, the, the different ways in which we're acting, thinking or behaving in the world or feeling in the world, that we're, we're manifesting equally the things we want or don't want. So we have to remember that. In the body, Sagittarius rules the hips, uh, the liver, and uh, sciatica. If any of you have sciatica out there, you might be able to correlate that to the energy of uh, Sagittarius in your own personal chart and what might be going on there with planets or the pressure that you might be feeling there. And as well, the thighs and the, the legs, the upper legs especially, so the, the quads, all are a part of Sagittarius energy. Now, today with the moon, we have a couple of uh, transits or aspects that it's making that you'll want to be aware of. First, the moon is in a very positive aspect today with the planet Saturn. So while Saturn can be all business and keep us focused, nose to the grindstone, Sagittarian energy uh, with the moon today can also have us focused out there and wider in a, a way. So opening our minds up to uh, broadening our horizons, right? Being that more optimistic self, but then taking that optimism and that uh, broaden, broader view and bringing it in as a focus point to uh, do something with it, right? So if we have this idea, this bigger idea, the connection today with Saturn is going to want us to bring it in and make it useful, right? Put it to work uh, in our behalf. Then we have an opposition today with the moon in Sagittarius and Mercury now in direct motion in the sign of Gemini. So we have Mercury starting to pick up speed to finish up his cycle in the sign of Gemini where he's been since early May and beginning the process for us to, to look backward a bit and see what we've learned through the Mercury retrograde cycle. And that opposition with the moon might make us feel emotional about some of the things that have happened or to be able to make us more circumspect. So more able to tap in and see how all the parts fit together and uh, see ourselves in a different light. So we have that going on. And then the moon in Sagittarius today also squaring Neptune. That'll be later in the day. And a moon square Neptune can be, it can be a good thing. This is a square that often generates that more internal conversation, um, becoming, you know, less 
the things in the outer world becoming less clear. So it forces us inward to uh, get clarity. So later on today, we may be on that hunt for clarity because the outer world may become harder to determine what the heck is going on. We can't see clearly because Neptune and the moon are in a square. It's almost like Neptune uh, picks up the emotional energy and then makes it hard to see uh, what the truth of the emotion is. So then we are needing necessarily to go inside so that we can intuit what it is that's happening and be more in a quiet space. So uh, let's see more people checking in. Good morning, Londa and uh, Kathleen wants to know where with the video. Oh, that's something else that JLo's talking about. Uh, weird. I saw a video on how to massage yourself for sciatica. Ah, how nice. Good morning, Vanita. It's good to see you. Elisa Garcia. Good morning, Debbie Tibbetts Tumio. Hello. Andy says, I got the notification from YouTube. Awesome. Thank you for letting me know that. Tammy saying good morning to everybody here. Uh, so welcome everybody who's coming in. And uh, some people that we've seen uh, daily, others that we haven't seen in a long time, but you're all welcome to the show. Now, uh, as we get into the later part of the day, of course, we're finishing up our transit of the moon in Sagittarius as the moon is preparing to move into the sign of Capricorn for its next phase, the full phase. So we have a void, of course, moon that we're going to experience this evening from uh, 7.09 p.m. West Coast time to 6.05 a.m. tomorrow morning West Coast time. So 10 p.m. to 9 a.m. tomorrow for those of you on the East Coast. And that then puts the moon into the sign of Capricorn. So when the moon moves into Capricorn, then it is very shortly thereafter that we experience the full moon because the full moon is taking place at three degrees of Capricorn. And that will happen at 1140 a.m. at 1139 a.m. West Coast time. So just early in the afternoon for those of you on the East Coast. And before I jump into uh, Capricorn energy, let me first get the um, uh, information up about human design or astro design. I got to keep remembering to use that term, uh, astro design for Sagittarius. And then let me share my screen with all of you so you can see that as well. A window. There we go. Perfect. Now you guys should be seeing the graphic for the Sagittarian gates and the full moon gate. I also showed that here. Now we're at a stage in the moon's uh, the lunation cycle or the moon's cycle, where what we should be considering is what is coming into the light for us? What is coming into our awareness? As that's what the full moon does, right? It brings everything into full light. It can bring things into completion. It can reveal something. So right now in the shadow of that full moon, if you will, what we could be talking about with ourselves or journaling about or considering is about what is it that is coming into the light for us personally. Now, the um, full moon is always a time when the moon and the earth are in a conjunction in opposition to the sun. So the sun, the uh, opposing light, the biggest light source in our universe or our solar system is shining into the moon energy, which is emotional, timing, our inner selves, as well as the earth, who we are here planted on the ground. So it's a time for us to really consider direction, 
um, what we need to let go of, what is no longer serving us and what have you. Now, so that we're in this, this space before that full moon, let's take a look at the Sagittarius gates in our human design that are going to help us decide or work through what some of those things might be. Now, when we first entered into Sagittarius energy, which was actually yesterday, uh, the gate 14 was the first gate to be hit. You might remember that because we talked about it as the last gate that Scorpio energy was in. It's a very cuspy kind of energy there. And the gate 14 in Sagittarius is all about finding bounty in our lives. It actually sits here uh, on, the, so on the sacral center, which is the center of doing and being and workforce, life force energy. And it's life force energy seeking an outlet an outlet upward to where the identity center is. And it is seeking an outlet of doing that matches what our soul's desires are, or our soul's mission, our soul's purpose is for being here. From there, we moved into the gate 34. And the gate 34 is a gate of patience. It is a gate that's very activated in the uh, manifesting generator as the 34 would make it all the way up to the throat at gate 20 if you have the archetype of the manifesting generator. So the gate 34 has, has to work with patience because the sacral is an energy that works in response to what is showing up in the outer world. So one must have the patience then to wait for the direction, the way to be shown or the information to come in. So patience, meaning in this case, not to just take action based on what you're feeling or based on being spontaneous, but maybe waiting a little bit longer to discover what it is that is in the outer world for you to respond to. The next gate, let's see, I got to check something here real quickly too, because the gates today, the 23rd are the five and the 26. So uh, the 14, the 34, and the 9, the next one we're going to talk about, we experienced yesterday. So today we go through the gates 5 and the gate 26. But let's talk a little bit about the gate 9 anyway, because it is also on the sacral. I think you could see here very clearly there are a lot of gates that Sagittarius plays out on the sacral center. And for those of you who are open in the sacral, either you're a projector, reflector, or a manifester, this is energy that may connect up to hanging gates in your chart that give you action uh, steps that you can take. So it may prompt movement, moving forward or doing this uh, in your life. And you'll have to remember that that's temporary. That's just while the moon is moving through here. It isn't long term. So I just want to say that for those of us who are generators or manifesting generators, this adds to the energy that we already have. The gate nine is called the gate of focus. And it's an interesting gate right now because it is also where uh, the south node is sitting. The south node, the transiting cup filled with our gifts and talents and experiences from this life and other lifetimes that we have to be able to pour into this lifetime but sometimes we get caught up in the past here. And the gate nine here can get us caught up in 
focusing on the wrong things. That's the more negative aspect or, or losing focus altogether and becoming scattered. And that's a potential as well as this gate sometimes is, is uh, a gate that correlates with ADD or ADHD. So if you have that feeling of not being able to focus your energy, it's likely the moon having maybe or another planet, the south node sitting here right now, uh, creating that scattered field where you can't quite get clear. So for example, then your tools that help you focus meditation or yoga, or if there are other like Qigong or things that, that cause you Tai Chi even to have to focus on the now moment, those are very helpful tools during a transit of the gate nine, where we can easily get scattered and scatter our focus. Now, today the moon will be sitting at the gate five and the gate 26 right now at the gate five. The gate five is also on the sacral center. And because the sun right now is sitting at the gate 15, we have an entire channel of the natural rhythms and cycles of the world that we're connected to. So that channel is an interesting channel because the gate five, the moon right now is the gate of rhythm where it's routine and it's habits and creating a healthy routine and creating healthy habits. But it can also be a place where we get stuck, where we get stuck in doing these things by habit and we're not even aware that we're doing them anymore and that we lose the joy or the connection to joy uh, life, you know, the life force energy, because it's just a habit that we've gotten into. So it, 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 it creates uh, a possibility for us. Remember, Sagittarian energy has that spontaneous need, um, the adventurous need, uh, that perhaps it's a time to get outside of your natural uh, rhythms and create a new rhythm or see if there's a way to expand the rhythm and the cycles that you're in. With the sun at the gate 15, this is the love of humanity or compassion. And this is also being connected to the gate of rhythm in a way that makes us need to, to be aware about how we are being with ourselves and with our fellow human beings. Are we are we connecting with one another with that compassion, with that love energy, or are we beating ourselves up? Are we losing the connection? Um, are we in judgment or uh, you know some kind of chaos or crisis in our relationships? So here it reminds us to be in love. That love is a natural part of our cycles. Now, the gate 26 later today will be hit by the moon, and the gate 26 is about integrity, integrity here, and there are lots of types of integrity. There's moral or ethical integrity, right, that we're doing things correctly based on an inner uh, notion of what's right and what's wrong, but also living by a societal standard of what is right and what is wrong. And then there's physical integrity. Is our, our physical being able to connect us? Are we planted on the earth? Are we, <laughs> I was telling a friend on Friday that sometimes I kind of feel stretched, like part of me's here on the planet and the other part of me's out here in the ethers. And somehow I have to be able to come in and ground myself to be here on this planet, even though that means I'm not losing the connection to my spiritual self, but I am sitting here in the physical world. So physical integrity, being in the body, being in the physical. Um, there's also integrity that means being true and authentic to oneself, to one's own 
idea of who they are, of what they're here to do, and calling up your own authority, even in the face of others who might want to pressure you into being something other than what your truth is. Remember, this is Sagittarian energy. So this is about truth and freedom, freedom to be you. Um, then as well, integrity uh, being in, in that sort of um, good place with all of your relationships, right? Being being in truth and honesty, and it does bring up a bit of this loyalty type of energy. Um, who are you being loyal to and why? But also being true to yourself in the process. So that's today's energy, both of those. And then tomorrow, before we get to the full moon, the, the moon will move through the gate 11 ideas, and that takes us up into the Ajna. And the gate 11 is a gate where ideas come flowing through us. And remember, the Ajna is a center that's like the mind. There's no energy here of doing. There's no energy in the Ajna for doing. It is the only, the only energy here is for awareness awareness or consciousness, let's say. So, and it becomes a hanging gate for most of us. If you don't have it to find, it's a hanging gate. If you don't have the 56 to find, it's a hanging gate. But to, uh, later, we're going to talk a, a more about that particular channel because it becomes a place for us to share our ideas with others in the right time, in the right place, with the right people, and with an invitation. Otherwise, your ideas can get scooped and or they're not valued, heard, recognized, or seen for the worth that they have. So we must wait for an invitation, and that'll start us up tomorrow morning. Uh, early, so through the early hours of the morning. And then as we get to the full moon, I put this in bold because this is where the full moon is. This is where the gate, uh, or I mean, where the earth is as well tomorrow. And that is the gate of self-love, the gate of love of one's own self. So a lot of times we want to label this as uh, self-centered or selfish and in truth self-love has to come first otherwise you don't even know if you don't know what love is by loving yourself how is it that you can even offer up love to other people so the lesson here is about loving ourselves but then we also have the sun at the gate 15 so it's about loving others loving self and loving others so what part of that might be coming into the light for you as you move on through the energy of um, Sagittarius through today and early into tomorrow morning. Questions, comments. Uh, I haven't seen anything from Asa yet as a question, so I think everybody must be doing okay. Uh, let's see, ADD, ADHD for sure, Londa says. Uh, patience. Ah, oh, patience is I just finished teaching a program from April 2020, and now what? I haven't received the next phase. Well, Miss Projector, it's time to rest. Right? It's time to rest. Projectors have great energy when they've been invited into something. And it looks like you've been in a year long thing that you were invited into. And what they do while they wait for the next thing is rest or play or take care of themselves. Self-care. Uh, J-Lo says, ha, I feel the same. Good morning, Taylor Jenkins. Great to see you. Ursula says, Gemini, Janet, and the two selves, twins. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Uh, so other comments, let's see here. Computer problems, craziness. Ah, yay, yay. 
uh, Andy Girl says I'm a manifesting generator and also a Sag Sun. So all of this must be striking a chord with you, Andy, as uh, all of these are up in your face right now as energies of the moment, even though as a Sagittarian, you're born at the other half of the year, um, Sagittarian energy is very much in focus right now. It has been actually even with the South Node moving through that for the last, uh, what, 10 months or so. Um, Corey, good morning. And Londa says this last week has been a bit turbulent, emotional ups and downs. I expect that turbulence will still be a part of our experience because Neptune is sitting at the gate of turbulence and is changing direction uh, as we move into Friday. And that will also swish us into some sort of, you know, like in the washing machine, what is that called? Agitation. <laughs> so this agitation as planets are changing signs this week and changing direction. And that makes a big difference to us. Um, JLo says it was on Instagram. I will see if I could share it. Awesome. Um, Angel Star Karma says this full moon is right on my ascendant and my sun. Wow, this is a powerful full moon then for you. And as it's on the ascendant, it really goes to who you are, you know, the, the, the down deep you. And who do you want to be? How do you want to show up in the world? It's very personal to you. And it may be in that a time for you to let go of old thoughts or old ways of being in favor of what is new, what's coming in new for you, what's being revealed to you right now about your viewpoint, about what your focus has been around your personality, uh, what you look like even sometimes with a full moon on the the ascendant or any moon actually on the ascendant, it's a time to change up your, your looks, what colors you wear, how you wear your hair, how you wear your makeup, if you wear makeup, that kind of thing. So that's a potential for you to consider at this point is it's all about you, Y-O-U, capital Y-O-U, there you go. Uh, okay, Christine Buckingham, Saturn in Sagittarius in the eighth house. So the moon is passing over your natal Saturn, and that might mean that you're feeling some pressure, uh, Christine, to make some changes in your life, but you might feel sadness at first or melancholy about it as the moon connecting to Saturn can sometimes create that almost feeling of despair or feeling of sadness or uh, regret and or melancholy is probably the bigger word that we can use for that, but it is also an energy that triggers that creative function to begin in its inner um, self, in its inner expression, so that as the moon moves past and on away from Saturn, that maybe you're left with some new ideas or with some new aha moments that you can use as you go forward. And Taylor says this full moon is in her first house too, correct? So same thing for you as with, I think it was Corey that was saying... Um, that she, was it you, Corey? Uh, so changes in your personality, life direction, even what you love, what you want, all of that. Um, bye, Londa. Love you. See you tomorrow, too. Uh, Ursula, how about an animal card for our group during full moon? Hey, that's a good idea. Oops, I had to move all the cards because the cat the cat was lying on my chair this morning. I had to try to figure out how to get her off my chair without, you know, spooking her. But uh, I'm going to get the cards out and we're going to look at that. But before we do that, I want to go into now the energy of Capricorn. Since Capricorn is the placement for the moon, we've got to look at Capricorn energy. And remember, these things are happening 
In fact, a full moon always reminds us that these things don't happen just at one end of the spectrum. Right. So we might say that the moon is moving through Sagittarius right now, but that also brings in that Gemini energy. And as this, that is an axis of sharing ideas and communication and possibilities and widening our, our lens, if you will, on the world, um, we, we have to take that all into consideration, not just one half of it. The same thing is true tomorrow with the full moon moving into Capricorn. It is also affecting cancer and that's where the sun is anyway, right now. Correct. So we have the sun in cancer. We have the moon that will be in Capricorn and that forms an opposition A full moon is an opposition, which means we have to seek balance. We have to seek some kind of a, a harmony because the energies are kind of pulling in two different directions. That's the nature of, of a, um, of, of an opposition. So we have the sun in cancer pulling us to the family side of things. We have the energy of traditions and home and all of the things that make us feel safe and secure at home or with our uh, the, our peoples, our, our community, our family, right? At the other end, Capricorn, where the moon will be going through, has a business or a worldly orientation. So we have to be able to square with the outer world us and the home world us. So there's the part of us that's out and about in the world that takes on through business or other means, um, career focus or what have you, the, the outer world. But then we have to balance that with family and with the things that make us feel good at home. So we have that axis in play. Now, when we look then at the moon in Capricorn, we're looking at the future. Time is involved here. Saturn is the ruler of Capricorn and the uh, moon is the ruler of Cancer. So we have all of this activation right now in our feeling self and our emotional self in our inner self and balancing the inner self against the outer self. So the whole full moon time is really bringing us into uh, some kind of balance, but our future security is also involved here, as in the things that we do now that set us up for the future or balance our future that set us up for old age or retirement or being secure in our elder years. So future security is involved here, no matter what the age that you are, in some ways, this full moon will cause you to look ahead in some way, look ahead at how have you planned for your future? This is a sign of responsibility. So the moon focusing, the full moon focusing us on responsibility, which includes responsibility, as well as self-discipline, as well as being an adult, actually connecting with the world from an adult viewpoint and setting aside the child for the time being. Not that you can't be childlike and have fun and be enthused, but also having that more mature viewpoint, keeping your commitments, your public image, um, how are you gaining in your authority? As well, we have goals and ambitions. So this, even though it's the full moon and the full moon we generally think of as a time of release or completion, this is a really good moon for us to take a look at what are our goals or what are our bigger dreams? What are the uh, opportunities that are showing up for us? And are we willing to use those opportunities to further our goals? And as well, are we willing to do the work? Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. Saturn rules work, right? The work that we have to do to get to where we want to go. 
And when we do the work, when we are responsible, when we are following our goals or the steps that lead us to our dreams, then we find success and recognition, which is also involved with Capricorn energy. So Saturn isn't always the stern taskmaster that's only telling us we have to work, 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 you know, with the whip at our backs. He's also bringing us recognition and reward when we are able to do the work that has been required. And then we achieve our goals, right? So we're working toward our goals and then we achieve our goals here as well. Respect, authority, authorship, being in your own power and traditions are also a part of this moon. When we look at the more negative aspects of the moon in Capricorn, we're looking at the potential for excessive control, right? That is the the, the emotions. Uh, it reminds me of the open emotional center where uh, they're taking in everybody else's emotional energy. And what they're trying to do is keep everybody happy. So they're placating, they're, um, they're, you know, letting their own truths slide on by because if it makes peace, right, it's better for them. Um, so we have to see that as a control measure. And we have to be able to release that control of uh, a people or things, opportunities, things going on, challenges in our lives, because we just don't have the ability to control everything. Inflexibility and fear, lack of joy are all other negative things. A fear of the new, right? The new, uh, stay, wanting to stay in the past instead of moving forward. All are the more negative expressions of the full moon. So the full moon for us may shine a very bright spotlight on what it is that we're trying to excessively control. What is it that we're pessimistic about? What, Where are we inflexible? Where do we find a lack of joy in our lives? And as well, where are we afraid to step forward into the new? In the body, Capricorn rules the joints, the bones, the uh, diseases that afflict the joints and the bones, for example, arthritis or rheumatism, uh, the knees and the skin are also a part of Capricorn and the gallbladder, just to complete the picture of the, of the body. And um, <laughs> Andy girl, I love it. She said, my Saturn is in Capricorn in my sixth house. Mine is too. And it's exhausting trying to control everything. I've tried, right? Let go, <laughs> be free. <laughs> That's maybe today's message for you. Let go and be free. Um, let's take a look at the uh, Capricorn. We bring it up first, that was Sagittarius. Let's look at the Capricorn gates in uh, our human design or our astro design. And let me go back and share my screen. Okay, now you guys should be seeing the human design graphic of the Capricorn gates at the full moon. Now, let me take a break real quick here and just remind everybody that I'm going to go into this in a deeper way tonight uh, on Angel Heart Radio at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. East Coast time. And we'll be broadcasting live with Annette McCoy of Angel Heart Radio onto the Angel Heart Radio Facebook page. So if you just bebop on over to that page, you'll see the broadcast will come on live there. For those of you who are watching this broadcast live on Facebook, you just do the same thing, only go to Angel Heart Radio's Facebook page. And tonight we're going to talk about all of the different things that are connecting up in the human design for our new moon, full moon, excuse me, um, because there's a distinct theme going on that I started seeing uh, a few days ago about love 
and rewriting our tale of love. And that might mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people, depending on how you're experiencing love and relationships in your life. So we're going to be talking about that this evening. So if you want to join me there, it'll be 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. East Coast time. But the good news is it's also um, recorded and it is on that page. If you can't join us live, it'll be on the Angel Heart Radio page later for you to take a look at. All right, so let's go into our Capricorn gates. And of course, the Capricorn uh, gates begin at the gate 10, self-love, right? The bulk of the gate 10 energy is in Capricorn. And it happens to be where the moon and the earth are at the full moon. It is the gate of self-love, right? It takes us away from self-obsession and the compulsions that we have to, you know, be overly narcissistic or overly self-involved. Uh, or selfish, and brings us into a balance or a harmony that says, we have to love ourselves. We have to do that first, because if we cannot do that, we are not able to really have the compassion that it takes to love others, not a true compassion anyway. So the, the moon in this case, really bringing us into the reality of self-love. And then the sun at the gate 15, bringing us into the love of humanity. So we see a balance going on here, right? The sun in the sign of cancer, the love of humanity with the moon and earth in Capricorn uh, at the gate 10, the gate of self-love. So the opposition, right? We talked about the opposition pulling us into opposite directions. And the uh, opposition here is about having to love the self in order to love others. And loving others helps us to see how we need to love ourselves. So we have those two energies very prominent going on um, in the very beginning of tomorrow's full moon state, which is again about 11.39 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, and we're going to check that again here in just a minute. But let's look at the other gates quickly of Capricorn right after the full moon, literally right after the, um, the moon moves off into the gate 58, the gate of joy. Now, if you look down here, we see that a lot of the Capricorn energy is placed in the root center and the root center forms our foundation, our interface with the earth, right? It's what uh, in uh, human design, we call these format energies often because they are causing us to, they're formatting the way that energy is going to move in our design. So tomorrow, right one after the other, we go from the gate 58 of joy to the gate 38 of struggle or fight or opposition and into the gate 54, which is the gate of ambition, which then also is a gate that launches us out into the world uh, to seek the answers, right? To go on our journey or our hero's quest, um, the quest for truth, the quest for um, the the spiritual truths, the quest for uh, becoming uh, our authority. That's how I'm going to play that one. Uh, being our, our true self, being our authentic self. So these three gates are very Capricorn energy gates. And then from there, the gate 61, we launch from the root center up into the head center, where the moon tomorrow or uh, Friday, or even maybe Saturday, will come into conjunction with uh, Pluto that is now sitting at the gate 61. 61 is the gate of wonder and awe, sort of the magical realism that we can find in this particular uh, reality that we live in, where uh, we have to let go of 
the, the thoughts that we have about how we think everything should be, it is the gate of how, right? How, how is that going to happen? How can that be? That, and our pressure that we might be feeling at that particular time to find out how. And we discover that how isn't our job? How is the rel is the, the realm of the universe, right? Our job in all of this is to stay in wonder and awe and to be open to possibilities. So the moon is going to be reminding us that about that. And Pluto sitting here again is bringing up those parts of us that are still in that psychosis energy. And what do we have to let go of? Then finally, the gate 60, the last gate of the Capricorn energy is called limitation. And uh, before you think of that as a, uh, as a shadow, or it, it is kind of a shadow, but it's, it's about being able to, to have boundaries. Let's look at it that way. Maybe I should rename it myself to boundaries, where we can bring in uh, the energy of innovation and the energy of something new and inventiveness, which we would have in the gate three, and to bring it into a new foundation, right? We're bringing it into the, the, the root center. So the foundation energy that we need in order to support um, going into a new way of being. So limitation just says, okay, but we, we, we can't just take it and work on everything, this wide umbrella. We have to sort of focus in and we have to sort of be able to put a new foundation in, in order to support the new idea or the new uh, challenge or the new uh, next step. So that's really a positive when you think about it, but limitation has a lot of baggage coming along with the word, right? Limitation, who, who wants to be limited? No one really, but it's got to have, we have to have some kind of limits or boundaries in order to support uh, the, the uh, innovative inventiveness, the new ideas, the new world, right? The new earth. So we're being prompted to do that. Now, the other thing that's interesting about the full moon is Jupiter. Jupiter is uh, in a sextile with uh, the um, uh, moon and earth at that particular time and in a trine with the sun. And it means that we have a lot of good energy for abundance. The gate 55 is where Jupiter is sitting. And the gate 55 is when we have faith and we trust and we surrender to a higher plan, right? To the higher source or God or universe, whatever you want to call it, that we see our lives in a, an abundant state and that we, we see that everything is enough, that we have everything we need, that there is enoughness. And having the faith that if it doesn't look like it is enough, we're not doing enough, we don't have enough, we don't, we aren't enough, that there's a reason that we're in that state at that moment and that at any moment, as long as we have faith and we can move along with the, what spirit is uh, affording us as opportunities, that we can become more. So Jupiter, remember, big expansive energy, magnifying and amplifying the energy of abundance right now and being in an abundance. And it doesn't have to do with just money. It is on the emotional center. So it reminds us to calibrate our emotions with our heart, that it reminds us that if we're not feeling abundant, if we're not connected to our abundant nature, that we're off center with our heart or with our central being. So it reminds us to get back in alignment with our heart center. So it is a pretty powerful full moon that we are looking at in terms of what is potentially um, going to come to light for us. 
So I'm going to stop sharing my screen and go back to here. What kinds of questions do you guys have so far? Um, I haven't gotten... Oh, yes, I do have a message from Miss Ace. A question from Christine. Can the Angel Heart program today only be seen on Facebook? Yes. Um, they broadcast live directly to Facebook. And I'll have to ask her, actually, because maybe it goes to YouTube as well. I don't know the answer to that, but I can find that out. And that I do know is where it will post after we're done. It will be posted on Angel Heart Radio's Facebook page. Now, I know some of you are very against Facebook, and I can totally get it, but did you know you can be a part of Facebook? You can, you know, have a Facebook account, but without participating in Facebook other than with the groups that you choose to be a part of. In other words, you don't have to post yourself. You don't have to put out your information, but you can be a part of Facebook. You can have that account so that you can access groups or broadcasts that are of interest to you. So I keep meaning to tell people that because a lot of people are a little bit, you know, hesitant. Even me, I'm, I would stay away from Facebook, but that's where a lot of business is and a lot of people are there. So, uh, but just know that you get to control how much you are engaged with it. So that's something to think about. Uh, Andy Girl says, I'm definitely rewatching this. I feel like I need to hear it all again. Awesome. And of course you can, because right now it's broadcasting live to my Living Astrology Facebook page, as well as my Living Astrology YouTube channel. And the good news about what StreamYard does is that I don't have to, you don't have to wait for me to produce that video. It's there directly after the broadcast. So there you go. Uh, by the way, I did see somebody up here, I think it was you, JLo, uh, say or remind people to please if you're liking the video and you're on YouTube, hit the thumbs up button. And if you haven't yet subscribed to the channel, please consider subscribing and then sharing the video with your friends and your family and your own networks. And then if you're watching this on Facebook, please hit the like button. All right, done that. All right, thanks JLo for that reminder. And now let's see if we can pull a card, right? Uh, Ursula asked us to pull an animal card for that will support us through the full moon that will remind us of the truth of who we are. And I sent Did I answer the question, Asa? I think I did. Oh, look at that one flew out. Two flew out. Oh, interesting. Horse spirit freedom is yours. And koala spirit spirit has a plan. Oh my gosh. I couldn't have picked two better cards myself, which, well, I did pick these with the help of spirit, but how fascinating, right? So if I can make this bigger, maybe it'll come in. Uh, the first one was koala spirit. And the second one was horse spirit. They were, this one was, this one was hiding behind koala. So we have a twofer, maybe one for the sun and one for the moon and earth. And where did I put the book? Over here. So let's deal with Koala Spirit first. And Koala Spirit is the card 35. So we have an eight. That is my one of my favorite numbers because it reminds us that we are connected to heaven and earth, right? That we connect at the middle. We're the interface between the divine and the earthly. So 35, Spirit has a plan. Spirit has a plan that we often want to co-opt and... Um, <laughs> help it along. So let's see, spirit has a plan. Both cards were, by the way, right up 
uh, or upright, so it is the oracle's message. In nature, the koala moves slowly through the branches of the eucalyptus tree, leisurely chewing the leaves, reminding us that life is not a race or a competition. Chasing around after every distraction can keep us from recognizing that we have all we need and that spirit will always be there with gifts to sustain us. You are being asked to trust that by moving slowly with faith in the abundance that is everywhere, surrendering to a power greater than yourself, you will be able to experience the manifestation of your desire. How gate 55, how Jupiter at gate 55. I love this. As you take your time enjoying the riches available to you right now, sitting peacefully, you begin to radiate the joy and abundance you seek. Spirit is here to help you discover happiness, pleasure, and contentment, all gifts that are yours now and in the future. Have faith and trust in Spirit's plan for you and know that you are loved and cherished. Perfect message. Now let's go backwards here because we have horse spirit that also popped out this morning. Protection, or excuse me, freedom is yours. Freedom is yours. I don't know why I looked at that and saw the word protection, but freedom is yours. And he is card 33 or she is card 33, a master number, a master number of compassion, uh, a Jesus energy, a, um, a very strong Christ light energy in horse spirit. So let's read about this. When horse spirit appears, you are gifted with the spirit of movement and freedom. It is time for travel and adventure, whether that means a trip somewhere or taking a different type of journey, one of freedom of choice. Horse spirit reminds you that no matter the circumstances, you have free will and choices that can take you far away to a better place, a better situation, a better state of being, for there is no one but you to rein in your will to make a different decision. You are capable of making powerful choices that will affect you for a long time to come. Horses are social animals and known to be friend to mankind, willing to carry us forward when we need it. Horse spirit reminds you that help will be available to you whenever you need it, and companions will be by your side wherever you choose to go, whatever direction you choose to travel. Life is an adventure, and horse spirit wants you to know that whatever choices you make, you have great spirit within, invisible, yet holding you up and always walking by your side. If your inquiry is about a relationship, you can set your heart free to experience love in all forms. Spirit whispers to you that the gift of freedom is yours if you allow yourself to break out of your perfectionism and stubbornness. Make a move and enjoy the freedom of letting go of the need to control. Seriously, guys, I cannot have chosen two better cards here or spirit could not have gifted us with two better cards that embrace and encompass everything to do with Sagittarius and Capricorn that we've been talking about today. Uh, okay, so uh, there's that. And I thought I saw another question come through. So hold on. Question from JLo. Her natal Jupiter is at 39. And in her chart, oh, in your uh, human design chart. So how will that be for her? Oh, my gosh. No, that is not where I wanted to go. Here we go. How will that be for her once it comes into 55 to connect with? Well, I hate to tell you this, or maybe I love to tell you this. It's already been connected. It's not just happening, you know, brand new. Uh, it actually, let's see, Jupiter actually moved in to the gate 55. And I know you like dates. So I'm going to give you the date. 
It moved into the gate 55 in May on May 15th. So Jupiter has been sitting at the gate five and uh, opposing your natal Jupiter then uh, in, in the human design for the whole time. And it's forming in that case. Some of you may have the gate 39 hanging. Some of you might have that whole channel, but it is called the channel of emoting. So there's been a lot of emotional energy here for us. Remember Jupiter moved into Pisces and I told you all this is a gate or a, um, a sign of emotion and of sensitivity. And that might mean psychic sensitivity, emotional sensitivity, you being overly sensitive, others around you being more sensitive, and it will have a tendency to bring up uh, all that sensitivity to the surface for us to work through the emotion, right? The emotional energy. And remember, emotional energy. We are learning to become emotionally intelligent. And that's because we've been overly focused on the mind and the awareness that the mind can bring. But the emotional center is a motor. It actually has the ability to take us into action. But the action of the solar plexus is about aligning us with our hearts. So our emotional state will tell us whether we are close to our truth and our authentic self or our heart or our soul and or are we far away from it. So the energies of frustration and anger or upset are where the arrow is pointing us away, further away from our heart. The more we feel joyful or uh, energized or loving or generous, the closer we are to being in alignment with our heart. So all of us at this point then um, are learning about the solar plexus because of the nature of Neptune sitting at uh, a solar plexus gate, Jupiter sitting at a solar plexus gate, and taking us into uh, how to work with our emotions, right? How to really utilize them in uh, for their right purpose instead of reaction energy. It's about responding to what it is the emotional energy is bringing to you. So I hope that answers your question. Uh, JLo says, I've just been feeling everyone and writing a ton, searching and reading. Taylor says, I've been definitely more sensitive. Vanita says, maybe spirit moved you to say protection because you will be protected on your journey. Thank you, Vanita. Kathleen Mallory says, lovely cards. Thank you for this day. I love it. They are beautiful cards and beautiful messages. By the way, these are by Colette Baron-Reed. I sometimes forget to say that, but she is one of my favorite Oracle card producers, uh, generators. And uh, this was the Spirit Animal Oracle deck uh, by Colette Baron-Reed. Uh, Ursula, 33 equals cosmic Christ energy. Awesome. I am feeling the uplift for the moon. Thank you. The animals help me anchor these wise messages you're sharing. Uh, Andy girl, I'm turning 33 this November. I was just talking about how important a birthday this is for me this year. Indeed, 33 is. Um, horse and koala help support the opposition. Yes. Uh, and JLo says, sheesh, every time I try shuffling a card for the group here, they fall all over. <laughs> oh, lovely. So, okay. I don't see any other questions there. So hopefully I've answered everybody's questions. Uh, I will be again on air this evening on Angel Heart Radio. We're going to take a little bit deeper dive into this, uh, but also a broader look because the audience there mostly hasn't heard Astro Design much yet. So if you want a good review of what we talked about today, join us on Angel Heart Radio, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. East Coast time. And also for those of you who are listening to us from Europe, uh, I know that would put it like 
you know, in the middle of the night for you. So you could always listen tomorrow uh, going by going to the Angel Heart Radio page. And I will see you here on Friday morning. We are going to take a look at the weekend and we're going to dive deeper into uh, Leo energy as then Venus will move into Leo and join Mars there, setting us up for uh, an interesting transit for the end of June and the beginning of July. So that is it for me today, everybody. Take care. Much love to all of you. Stay in your hearts. Talk to you to Friday or tonight. Bye for now. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.